0: Hello, hello everyone. You are listening to the Success Palette, a place to discuss everything that you were not taught in school about how to be successful in the arts. I'm your host Soda and today we are going to talk about possibly the most important thing on this podcast, which is overcoming the fear of success. That is right. We talk a lot about the fear of failure, but so many of us actually have a fear of success and are constantly self-sabotaging ourselves because of that fear and we don't even realize it. So I invited my money blog coach, Emma Lyons, who is often referred to as the money alchemist, to talk a little bit about why we might have these blocks, how they might manifest, and what to even do about them. And Emma, I know that you actually went through a lot of this yourself, which is why you're able to teach others. Tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today.
1: Well, yeah, thanks. Uh, Thanks for that introduction, Soda. Absolutely. Um, Well, I learned the hard way that these things The the really the only thing that hold people back, because I really struggled with all these things myself. Um, The way I found out about them was that I was actually on the path to becoming this human rights lawyer. Right. And um, then after I finished studying the law and everything, I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to do this. And I was having I had like my dark night of the soul, soul, you know, the the quarter life crisis thing, and I actually thought at that time, you know, once I figure out what I want to do, that it's all going to become easy, you know, that the path is going to open up and, you know, I'll be guided forward. Um, and I found this work, I was guided towards this work and I found that it was really easy for me and that I really enjoyed it. But when it came to putting myself out there and making it a business, which is what I decided to do, I come up, came up against all this Resistance, basically. I was terrified about being visible. Um, I couldn't, I just didn't allow myself to receive. I had the inconsistency. I had the fear about being rejected. Um, I had the kind of, kind of roller coaster things going on. I had self doubt, imposter syndrome, you know, unit procrastination, the whole lot. I had it and the kitchen sink, you know. Um, so, and I know this, this is the thing that stopped me for, Not just months, not just uh, not just days. We're talking years and years here because I knew that I had the talent. I knew that I was good at what I did because people told me that I was able to get to places really quickly and easily. But um, that didn't matter for years and years. I really put the brakes on my own success because um, I didn't feel worthy. I was worried about what other people would think and I just didn't allow myself to succeed. And I see. Lots of other people in that same, living out that same kind of pattern, because for a long time as well, myself, I thought that, oh, I'll just do this kind of strategy. I'll just hire this coach. I'll just do this. I'll just do this personal development work. And then I'll be okay. I'll just do this course and then it'll help make things work. Um, and it just didn't work out. It was like a bottomless pit of stuff. Um, and nothing really changed until I started looking at these key Underlying issues that I call money blocks, but really it 's all about receiving that that really block the flow of receiving not just in terms of your money but in terms of all the receivings that we have in life, like in terms of love, in terms of you know pleasure in terms of happiness, you know we put the blocks on these things because on some level it just doesn 't feel safe to receive them and what i 've noticed with the hundreds of people that I've worked with now and also with my own stuff, is that this really is the only thing that that's stopping people from getting where they want to go. And ironically, it's often the last thing that people look at when they're trying to become successful. They look at all the other things first. Um, they look, try to do this funnel, try to following this and that strategy. And only after they find that nothing nothing works for them, they go back and they start looking that maybe there is a kind of deeper rooted issue going on. It's even, people talk about mindset, but it, this, is, this is much, even deeper than that. It's about like you were, um, so they're so deeply rooted, these negative beliefs. It's not just on the surface. And uh, very often, I found with people that you need to kind of go back to those broken places, the places where we took on these beliefs and release them before um, before we give ourselves permission to step forward and start receiving more. So it's like we've got to We've got to heal those parts of us that aren't letting go, letting ourselves, allowing ourselves to lean into success so that we can actually receive what's there waiting for us.
0: Absolutely. And I love how you talked about the importance of doing this first before you can really take advantage of any of the other knowledge about you know your specific skill or about social media or anything like that if you are scared of being seen then you're not going to be successful with social media and that's actually one of the first ones i want to talk about is this this fear of being seen as a creative because We want to show our work to the world and we want to be recognized. But then if somebody asks about your YouTube channel, your book or whatever it is, we tend to act small about it. Like, oh, oh, it's just just this little book. I mean, you know, (laughs) like and it's hard for us to be proud of it and want the world to really see it. What are some of the big keys that can help with someone overcome it and some of the practices that you've done to help your clients?
1: Well, really, it's about kind of, you can you can make the list if you're procrastinating and make the to-do list, but that's not going to resolve your problem. Because if you are procrastinating, if you're perfectionating, it's not that you're lazy, like a lot of people would have you believe. Um, in most cases, it's because you part of you is afraid. So you've got to Speak to that part of you that's afraid and address that fear, the reason for that fear. Without doing that, you're just kind of spiritually bypassing it. You're just bypassing it, but it's not going to go away. So that fear is going to remain and keep putting the brakes on your success. So the first thing, I mean, there are three steps, really. You've got to recognize, that's number one, recognize Um, what the what the root of the block is so recognize that this is about me feeling not good enough recognize that you have a problem that's that's first rule number one you know you got to recognize have that awareness Um, then you've got to release whatever the root cause is and that's when that's that's where I come in because I really help people to do that I help people to recognize and release what's underneath it and usually these are from um memories and things that happen to us when we're children very often are, you know, we can also take take beliefs and fears and feelings from our parents, from our environment. And uh while some of them are very beneficial, a lot of them are not. And um, one that I see in most people is that you've got to work really hard for money. Most people have that one. Pretty much everyone I've seen has it. And if you have that belief, you keep you know, creating and recreating those patterns. And that's not an empirical truth, because if you look at the people who are making the most money in the world, they are not the ones doing the hardest labor. The People doing the hardest labor are, you know, in developing countries out under the beaten sun, running, earning less than a dollar a day. So it's not true that the harder you work, the the more money you get. You've got to find out what the underlying belief is. Go back to when you took it on and and release and resolve that memory. And then you get to rewrite your story, your money story, your abundance story, so that you can create more, more um, abundance moving forward. So it's recognize, release and rewrite your story. I love those three things because when you
0: recognize and release, sometimes you feel a little empty, but when you rewrite it, I love that that piece of it where you can still fill it up with something so you're not feeling empty at the end. And sometimes when people talk about what you said about, oh, you don't have to work you know super, super hard in order to be successful with your career, some people kind of go a little too far the other direction and go, oh, all I have to do is sit here, ask the universe for success and it'll give it to me. And I didn't know if you had any tips on how you could find that balance between understand that you don't have to grind yourself till you work to death, but you also have to do something about whatever your passion is. So the universe or God, whatever you believe in can help you achieve those goals.
1: Yeah, that's such a good question. And, you know, so many of us, myself included, fell into this trap, you know, where you start taking almost frenzied action in order to get the result that you want. And that really is like you're not trusting life. You're not trusting yourself. You're not trusting that it's going to happen. You feel like you have to control it. And that was me for years and years. Um, So it's not about taking loads of action, like you said. It's about taking aligned action or action that feels right. And you can only really take that aligned action when you're when you have the clarity about what the next step is, because when you're confused, when you're like, oh, God, should I do this or that? And you have a million different things going on. yeah, Our tendency is to really scramble. So step number one is to get clarity about what you really want and to release all that kind of interference in the way, all that resistance, all the kind of, uh, you know, the 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 stuff that's in the way, like the brown noise uh, that's kind of in the way of you seeing clearly what your next step is. And it's so cool when I work with people and release some of the fears, the root causes of whatever's holding them back, then, you know, it's really funny. People start getting ideas and downloads. Oh, my God, I should do this. I should take that action. Um, I even had one lady and she was struggling with her VA business. And when we started working together, she went through my group program about the money alignment mastery. And in that I worked with her one-to-one as well. And, you know, the what we found when we started releasing some of her money wounds and fears from childhood is that she actually did not want to be a VA. <laughs> and so she was trying to push and push and push this business that she didn't even like. And, uh, you know, when we release some of those fears and, you know, that just takes a second once you get to them. Um, she realized what she wanted to do. She wanted to help people, you know, with their creativity. So she now works with people, helping them with videos. And, you know, it's really I see her now. She is so aligned with what she's doing and she's so much more excited about what she does. And she could have gone on for years and years and years pushing, like beating that dead horse. But she didn't doing it, trying to make a business work that deep down inside she didn't. Her heart wasn't in it and she didn't want to do it. And I see lots of people you know, in that same pattern, they're pushing and pushing, but maybe they're not trying the right door. You know, they're not they're not they're not they're pushing and pushing, maybe in in a direction that's not quite aligned for them. And maybe there's something else there for them. And when you start releasing all the fears and all that interference and the resistance is in the way, that next step becomes clear. And then you can take you can take aligned action and it doesn't feel bad. It might feel a little bit scary. It's going to be a bit of a stretch. But it's going to feel aligned and good when you take that action. It's not going to feel like, oh, my God, you know, it's going to feel like a stretch. And that's when magic can happen. Um, and the action is really important because um, I, I'm going to tell you another story about a guy, an artist that I worked with. And after a very the very first session, I helped him release a load of stuff from childhood. And then we actually both got this same kind of idea in our mind. I was like, there's someone that you need to call. There's a woman that you need to call. And he was like, yeah, I know exactly who that is. And he was afraid about the idea to make that phone call. And I helped him release some of the fears surrounding that. Um, And he he committed to doing it after the session, right? And he texted me straight after and said, I phoned her and left a message. And it was a bit scary, but it was within... Within he he was able to do it from that one phone call guys you're never going to guess he sold an art piece worth thousands and actually got an exhibition so so many more things could have come for that and that never would have come to him if he if we hadn't released all that all that resistance that was getting in the way he wouldn't we wouldn't have got that clarity about that next step so taking the action is really important. It's not enough to do the inner work. And I see that a lot. You know, I've fallen into that trap myself, you know, doing all this inner work and not acting on it. That's totally useless. You've got to, you've got to, action is the language of this physical reality that we live in. So um, if we want to bring that into our reality, we've got to take action to make it happen.
0: Absolutely. And you mentioned about finding your what your your vision what you want to do and how important that is and I was wondering if you could also talk a little bit about the importance of your why in regards to um, understanding what what your goals are and how to achieve them and kind of figuring out how that might be um, blocking you if you don't have a strong why of what you want to do
1: yeah, you've got to you've got to feel motivated and aligned with what you're doing. So many people are just doing things that their hearts aren't really in, and you know it's that. That's when it's going to be hard. But when you are doing something that you feel like has a bigger purpose for you, maybe you feel like it's helping people, are using a talent, um, in in a way that really makes you come alive. Um, That's going to be having a knock on effect on other people, because the more alive that you become, the more you embed that into the people surrounding you. So it's really important to know why you're doing something, because, you know, it's not it's not always going to be easy, like if you're a mom and you're. Running, starting a business—that's not easy because you have you have your job at home and you have this new job that you're putting forward. So you've got to know why you're doing that, and it can't just be about money. Um, a lot of the time, there—like I work with a lot of purpose-driven people, so it's not just about money. It's about there's a there's a bigger purpose there. There's something that they're bringing to the world. There's some kind of gift that, that's coming out of them into the world, and when you tap into that. That's when a lot of people get motivated and inspired because a lot of people, in spite of what they might think, are not motivated by money. They're motivated by the things money can bring, you know, by the security, the stability, the vacations, all that good stuff. But money itself, it doesn't motivate a lot of people. Um, it's like when you get deep for, for lots of, for many of us, that's not the biggest motivator. We want to be doing something that's fulfilling. And, um, you know, when you have that, why, why are you doing this? You know, you can you could you can get through those tough times because there are going to be tough times. It is it is difficult, but it it is also the 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 biggest kind of personal development boot camp that you could possibly bring yourself in, you know, to bring yourself through to run a business because it brings up all your stuff, all your insecurities, all your fears. They come right up in front of your face. And if you want to move forward, especially if you're what you're selling is yourself or something that you personally make, um, it's going to bring all that stuff. It's so much easier to sell something stuff that other people make. But um, we've got to really address that inner stuff so that we can so that we can show up, uh, you know, aligned with who we really are. And attract the right people towards us, and also on the same on that same token, we we we're going to repel the people that aren't in line because no matter how great you are at what you do, there are some people out there who aren't going to like it that are that aren't going to vibe with that, and may and that's okay. That has to be okay there because there are millions of people out there, and they can find someone else that they vibe with. And uh, you know, when you start trusting yourself and trusting life. And that's when all those magical synchronicities start to happen and things just kind of start to click into place and work. I know that a lot of us, we do want
0: that instant gratification instead of working and working and working. And we might feel impatient if maybe our first book didn't work out or our first social media account just was a flop or whatever it is. And I was hoping that you could give some Some way that maybe you or some of your clients have kind of gotten through some of those failures to not tell themselves, oh, I'm a failure. I, because I know that that's a big money block or just block in general of, oh, I didn't succeed in the past. How can I succeed in the future? And any insight you had on that particular subject?
1: Yeah, well, uh, failure is going to happen. I mean, that's the, they are, they're stepping stones. It's not an end to it themselves. The the, every failure is a step further. You are going to learn something. You are going to grow something. So you are going to be able to serve more. And I think it's recognizing that everybody fails. No, even people, the most successful people in the world have failed. And the people who don't fail at all, they fail by default because you know, if you are staying at home and not doing anything, you are you are failing at life. Life is all about putting yourself out there. So we've we're going to fail, that's inevitable and that's okay. You can grow, you can expand from them, you can learn from those mistakes. And maybe, maybe, like I said before, like when the door shuts in you and something doesn't work, it's a sign that maybe you take a step in another direction. So it can mean many different things. But once you have that alignment within yourself and that why you're doing it, you, you can step through any of those obstacles that come in your way. And because you know why you're doing it, what your purpose is, and um, you know, that really gives you more strength to show up even more brightly in what you're doing. We we talked before about how
0: there's a lot of this villainization of money in the arts and how money makes you greedy and everything and how that's just a very toxic way to think about money. and how it's more about an amplification of the kind of person you are how has your success amplified some of your positive traits or any examples from
1: the clients that you've worked with yeah um so the more money you have the more ability you have to show up um bigger um like you can do more things you can you can expand your reach you can pr- market and promote your services to different people um you can make different types of connections. So that's that we do have a tendency, especially like creative and spiritual type people, definitely have this tendency to demonize money and to think that money is somehow dirty or corrupt or something like that. Um, because of this whole idea of capitalism is bad and money is bad. And I'm here to tell you that, you know, money is just a neutral prop. It's a means of exchange. Just like, uh, you know, hundreds of years ago, they used beads and shells to exchange things. Now we use this thing called money. So it's just a symbol. And, you know, we we may well in the future move beyond it. But right now, that's what we're working with. So why not use money to your advantage to amplify your voice and to amplify your reach? Because money, this is the biggest kind of secret. Money doesn't make you bad. Money doesn't make you a good person, you know. If bad, if negative lead oriented people get money and they're greedy and corrupt and all of that, yeah, money amplifies that, right? But by the same token, if you're, um, if you're, you know, generous and you want to help people and you inspire people and you with, with what it is that you do, money will amplify that for you. So I think, I mean, the, the the example, I mean, the more the better I do in my business, the more the more I attract different people who come to me to be on their platforms, to to show up on different podcasts and things to to share this message. So the bigger it gets, the bigger it gets. And it becomes like this snowball effect. Um And that that comes with releasing the resistance that's in the way because, you know, we're all being guided in a certain direction. Everybody's here for a reason. Everybody has a gift or something to offer the world. And uh, your job is just to, to get that gift, to express that gift in your lifetime. Um, however that is, that could be in the arts, that could be singing, that could be dancing, that could be, you know, doing something else, whatever it is. It's all good. But your job is just to express that in the highest way possible. And the more, the more you can receive in that process, the more you get to impact people with your work. So Trent, I know that like in my
0: success, as I'm growing more stable financially, I've been able to help people in a way that I've never been able to help before. So I, I love money. I'm gonna be honest. I, I love it. And I'm excited to expand and grow as I release more and more. I've been working with you quite a bit just the last month. And I, I definitely feel that like i I've been growing as my mindset has been expanding and realizing a lot of these blocks that I didn't know that were holding me back. And one of the things I realized that I was sometimes doing that you've mentioned is some of the language that I would use was kind of reinforcing my blocks, my negative beliefs about money and my personal worth. And I didn't know if you wanted to talk a little bit about how words and the way you talk about yourself can affect your reality.
1: Wow, that's such a good question because uh yeah, your what the words that you say, um they they are powerful. They affect you the same way. They affect you more than words other people say because you things don't affect you until you buy into them. So you have to buy into, if somebody says you're no good or something, that doesn't affect you until you buy it, until you start believing it, until you start saying it with your own voice, in other words. So the words that you say, go, you know, you your voice is powerful, what you say you believe. You know, they say that the 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 subconscious, you know, that that part of your mind, it doesn't have a sense of humor. So if, it, if you're saying, oh, I'm no good, I'm useless, you know, your mind is taking that in all the time. So you've got to be really careful about what kind of messaging you're giving to yourself and also the messaging that you're giving to other people around you. Like, uh, you know, so many of us maybe were brought up by parents who didn't know about it, these things and you see parents falling into this trap where they start saying things to their kids that they don't really want them to be taking on the beliefs that aren't going to be serving them. So it's so important to watch what you say and also to become aware of what you're thinking. So I would say step number one. You know, start writing down all the things that you've been thinking about yourself, about money and about the world. Write them down, get them out so that you can see them. And then once you recognize yourself thinking those thoughts or those words coming out of your mouth, you can change it to something that's going to be more beneficial for you. And I know you always like to say you're not broke, you're blocked, because
0: when you say you're broke, you're reinforcing that you're broke. Uh if and also, listening- like
1: when when you say you're broke, it's like you're saying you're broken somehow. There's something wrong yeah. with you. So that that phrase in itself it implies that there's something faulty with me. When you say I'm broke, it's like I'm, there's something wrong with me. There's I shouldn't. You're, you're 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 creating resistance because you're saying it shouldn't be like this. There's something wrong. When really. Mm-hmm you're just keeping yourself small and not letting in what's there waiting for you what are some alternative ways of talking about
0: your current status without having that negative implication Mm -hmm. that might maybe brings more hope rather than despair
1: well, I mean the first thing that I say to people stop saying that you can't afford it, right? So stop saying I don't I can't, especially I can't, right? So if there's something that's, you know, that you know say you want to go on on holiday or vacation, you know, instead of saying I can't afford it, you could say that's not a priority for me right now. You know, maybe what's more of a financial priority if you like, you can say, you know, my financial priority, my priority now is paying my rent. My financial priority right now is Um, investing in my business. And you could go on that holiday if you chose. You could. You could put on a credit card. So you you could afford it. But you're recognizing that that's not going to have the best value. That's not going to be a good investment of your time and money, perhaps in this case. So you're choosing. So you're taking back your power. When you say you can't afford it, what we're doing is we're blaming money. We're projecting all our feelings on money and saying it's money's fault. Money is like my jailer. It's not letting me do this and that. Um, When really you're making that decision for yourself, because if you really wanted it, you could do it, but you're choosing to do something else. And that's a valid choice. So that's the first thing I would say about that. Um, And I think that's the most critical one, because that's kind of the biggest thing that I hear people say that's sabotaging their their financial, but, you know, sometimes it goes back. And this is where where I work with people, you know, in groups and one to ones and stuff. Um, You know, we need to go back to where where they took on that belief that they can't have. Or there's there's some kind of residual memory or fear playing out again and again. So very often, sometimes you need to go back and do that work to release that resistance. You can change the words but if the feeling and the fear is still there it's going to continue to play out in your life so change your words change your language but also don't forget about doing the deeper work to change the thoughts that are going on in your head and the way you feel so that you can embody that next level in your financial future
0: yeah and for those who do want to do that deep dive into this and want to work with someone what are some of the ways that they can reach out to someone like you and what kind of service do you personally have that can help people kind of get rid of a lot of these blocks?
1: Well, I mean, I work with people one-to-one. I also have a group program um, where I work with groups um, and that's a five-week program. So I help them kind of work through all kinds of money blocks and negative beliefs and fears and, uh, so that's that. that's a great way of doing it because people come in feeling that they have certain blocks and then they see other people and they can resonate with them and feel the release when I'm working with that other person, for example, they can feel that, that reflected back. And also, you know, sometimes people say things and they're like, oh, my God, that's so me and it's not something that they would have thought of themselves. So um working in a group is a great way. Um and also working one to one, it's, um, it's, it's really cool because sometimes people, you know, they, they're, they they do not want to you know, talk about it because it's quite personal. The money, money is never really about money. People think, um, you know, money is such a superficial thing, but money is really so, so much deeper than money. Money blocks are never about money. Money blocks are about self worth. They're really about um, your ability to receive and, you know, on a very basic level, yeah, beliefs about money. But that's really easy to change. Um, A lot of the times when people are really stuck, it's a deeper rooted thing. And that's when I would say, like, maybe if you want to try those tools and techniques that I've talked about here, you know, give them a go. Try them for, you know, week, a few weeks or a month, a few months and see if you notice any shifts. And if you're still feeling stuck, uh reach out to someone or if you're feeling frustrated and you want to take the fast track, I would say find someone that you resonate with and reach out to them so that you can kind of take that shortcut, because um I know from personal experience, you can go round and round and round in a lot of circles and spin yourself Um, some very crazy webs when you're when you're stuck in that kind of negative spiral that negative self-talk and and it can be really frustrating especially when you're trying to move forward with a business because you have all this intention to move forward but for some reason you keep taking one step forward and two steps back and then it makes you question yourself and it reinforces all those negative beliefs that you have about yourself so I always say you know get the support, find find someone that resonates with you and get the support so that you can move forward faster because, yeah, I mean, for me, I was I struggled for years with these things and what I've noticed is that they don't tend to go away on their own you know even if you're doing all the right things even if you're taking all the best actions and you have all the best coaches that are teaching you all the best strategies if you have these underlying beliefs and fears or if there's a child part inside of you that's really scared about stepping up and doing that thing um she or they they're going to sabotage you they're going to kind of pull the rug out from under you not because they hate you or they're trying to destroy your life but because that part of you is really keyed to survive it's not about making a few more dollars a few more pounds or a few more euros whatever it is it's about survival and that trumps you know making a few extra making a few extra bucks you know so this is why it's so strong that pull backwards it's because it's about survival and it's a really kind of basic level We we are designed as humans to keep ourselves alive, that's what the ego is for. And that's why these fears can be so, so strong and so difficult to control when they come up, because it is that survival instinct, it's not a rational thing. And this is why just knowing about it and understanding it and being able to rationalize it and write a book about it often doesn't solve the thing for people. Um, It can spin people in even deeper webs because then they get caught up in their head. So this is really about emotions kind of being blocked inside you and not being able to receive because that negative belief or feeling is there. I know with in the creative
0: world, there's so, so much um, negativity from outsiders about the possibility of making money from your art and just, oh, oh, the world is oversaturated with, books, the world is oversaturated with art or music, and only a few lucky people are able to succeed with it. And you're not lucky. I hear I hear a lot of that. And it kind of creates this feeling of scarcity. And that Mm. only a certain amount of people in your field and your creative field have the ability to be successful. And I didn't know if you had any tips on that of how to get rid of this scarcity belief in regards to your money blocks in, for creatives?
1: Well, yeah, that's a great point because we do, we do kind of project out the, the possibility of um, success onto other people, but recognize that they used to be exactly where you are. So the only difference is between you and them is that there may be a few steps ahead of you and maybe they have had a few lucky breaks you know lucky and inverted commas but luck is nothing more than really being in alignment and when you're aligned you find yourself in the right place at the right time like you know you you're and people who are lucky are in a positive state they're not in that oh my god woe is me nothing's working for me that attracts more of the same They've actually done studies, you know, where people who consider themselves optimists and people who consider themselves pessimists, and leaving like money on the floor, and you know, the the optimists were the ones who found it. The pessimists were like not looking; they didn't even see it. So the way the way you think and the way you feel actually affects the results that you get in your life, in your business, in your art. So. It's it's really recognizing and taking taking ownership and taking responsibility for that. That's gonna change the results that you get in your life. You know, if if uh if if you know soda can become successful as an artist, why not you? You know, why not you? Like start asking yourself that instead of why me? Why am I stuck? Why not you? Why why can you not get the success? Like, you know, start start being changing the way you think and feel about your possibility of success and if you're feeling stuck there you know get the help get the help that you need because you know otherwise you can be stuck in that place for a long time
0: yeah that's oh my gosh with this with especially with all this ai stuff going on and us feeling that our our jobs are being replaced and we don't have a place anymore just realizing our potential and our worth and this I personally have noticed getting rid of the word lucky in my vocabulary. If I see someone who's doing something, just yeah, I used to think, oh, they're so lucky. And kind of getting rid of that kind of has helped me a lot because I'm I, I think to myself, I could I could be that person too if I want to. If somebody feels they are unworthy in any way because i we kept going back to that if they're unworthy and that nobody understands what they're going through and they have it harder than other people what would be the first step for them to kind of realize that they deserve to invest into themselves and they deserve to be a successful person and that they have the power to be in control of their life.
1: Well, the belief that you're unworthy is just a belief. It's not, it's not a fact. So it's just a thought and a belief is just a thought that you keep thinking. So it's not empirically true. You know, when you were born, do you still believe that you were unworthy then? Like when you just came out of your, your mother, like when, when did you, when did you make this decision that there's something unworthy about you? And, um, you know, just, It it is really about, you know, recognizing that you're worthy of support and help. That really helps, like investing in yourself. And I'm not just talking investing money. I'm talking investing your time, your energy, your effort, and of course, money into yourself. That's going to, that creates this kind of feedback loop. You're showing yourself that I deserve this. I deserve time. I deserve energy. I deserve to look after myself. And the more you do that, it becomes this kind of feedback loop. Um, and in the same way, if you keep telling yourself that I'm not good enough and you keep kind of starving yourself and keeping yourself in, you know, starvation mode and survival mode, you keep reinforcing that negative belief. So you've got to make a decision, decision. And I invite you to make that decision here today that you're going to change that record. And it can take especially, you know, if you're if you're if just working on changing the beliefs as it come up and you don't go back to the source of this, wherever it's from and change it with someone like me. You know, just become aware whenever those thoughts or feelings come up and then consciously bring yourself back and start reminding yourself of the good things. You could even have a card in your pocket that reminds yourself of why you're a worthy person. You know, you're worthy because you exist. You don't need a reason. You're not worthy because you're good at art or because you can do this and that and because you've jumped out of a plane or whatever it is, you know, whatever skill or talent or thing that you've done. You're worthy because you are human, because you exist right now, and you don't become any more or less worthy by doing more or less things. Worthiness is just the your state of being right here and right now. Now, self-esteem is a little bit difficult, different because we can build self-esteem by doing hard things, and we can build our self-esteem that way. Um, and I always recommend do things that push yourself. Do things that you think you can't do, and push through, and it will build your self esteem. You'll start believing because you've seen the evidence. Oh my God, I thought I couldn't do it, and I did it. So you know, maybe I can try something. Maybe I can do that in other way areas of my life. It's like the yoga that I, I teach yoga, and sometimes we, you know, keep our hands up for five, ten minutes. You know, and people are like, oh, I can't do it. But when they go, when they go through it and they come out the other side, there's such a dopamine rush. Because they went through it, they did the thing that they thought they couldn't do. And then they can bring that into their life because the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So they can bring that same determination, that same will into the things they do in their life because that's, and it's so important that we build that muscle, that determination so that we can do things that are hard, that are challenging, so that we can become our best version and I, it's the hardest thing, really. People say, oh, it's really hard to do this work. And I always say, no, no. The hard thing is being stuck for the rest of your life and feeling like you're underachieving, feeling like you're under earning, feeling you've got all this power, things to express that you're not expressing. That's really, really hard. That's a hard way to live. Um, The easy thing to do is to actually address the underlying root cause of those things so that you can be free. So you can be free of all that stuff and you can fully express your gifts and your talents and other people can share in them in the world. It's actually the most unselfish thing that you can do.
0: Yes, and that point about really pushing yourself and how rewarding that is, I absolutely 100% agree and It's been bringing me so much joy myself. I mean, doing this podcast is so, so outside of my comfort zone, but I have been growing so much as a person that I have 100% felt it was worth any, any discomfort. So I'm really glad you mentioned that. And I know that you are active on quite a few different social media platforms where can people go to follow it, you if they want to know more? Because I know you give out a lot of free
1: information online. Yeah, I mean you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Emma S Lyons. I'm also on Clubhouse with uh, with the same name, and also on Facebook. So yeah, you can reach out to me, and I'll pop. I'll put my links here so that if anyone wants to reach out to me, I have um I have a free fifteen minute call. So if you're feeling blocked in any of this stuff and you want um, some help. I can definitely help you with that, or point you in the direction of something at the very least that's going to help you take that step forward, or give you some inspiration um, that's going to move you forward wherever, from wherever you're feeling stuck to that feeling of liberation. And it is, it does, it it it's uh, it's easy, you know. People think that it's hard work, but it's actually really easy. It's like you're carrying this ten ton weight on your shoulders, and when you let it go, there's a real sense of liberation and. Um, It can really change everything for people. I had one lady that I worked with. Actually, it was just in a room on Clubhouse and it was just 10 minutes and she was really struggling with um, offering her services. And, you know, it came back to this self-worth piece because she was worried about, you know, people are going to think I'm just after their money. And when I worked with the root underlying cause there, which was about self-worth, she said she woke up the next day feeling lighter. And since that time, she's been able to offer her services without that push and pull and stand in a place of owning her value and really share her gift now with the right with people who need her. Whereas before she was not letting them get her help. So. It's your duty to, to do this. It's your it's your duty to get rid of this stuff so that you can show up as who you really are. That's what I would say. It's the best gift that you can give to yourself, the best gift that you can give to the world by doing this work. Um, because then you get to show up as you and there's, no, there's nothing better that you can do than that. So, so, so true. And
0: I know I've been blessed with a lot of services and products that I've bought that I could tell that, you know, maybe the person was shy to to talk about but your whatever it is that you're working on whoever's listening like you could really change someone's life if you have the confidence to to put yourself out there so yeah emma thank you again for coming on i i love working with you myself and hopefully If anybody else wants to work with Emma to get rid of any of those beliefs, she is such an amazing resource to work with. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of The Success Palette. Head over to thesuccesspalette.com for all of our social media links and some additional interviews over on YouTube. And please make it a successful week.